welcome in to the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio Live in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. I am your host, Jake Miller, alongside Brett Hollander, intern Jack. Feel a lot better today, boys. Not going to lie. Sound better. I, I feel better. It's always positive, right? Yes, absolutely. Look good, feel good, play good. And the look good, that's never, it's never in question, but I feel good. So now we're going to play good. Tennessee, Texas A&M, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. On ESPN, the flagship, Tennessee, has been given an 89% chance to win this game. We all know who our leading scorer, rebounder, and assist leader is. No need to mention their names. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Anderson Garcia, AM's leading rebounder, lit us up. Last time we were down there, absolutely lit us up. I think he had 17 boards. We went down there a few weeks ago. Wade Taylor, of course, their leading scorer and assist guy. Now, Wade Taylor is the guy that went five for five from three to start the game against us down in College Station. Buzz Williams, we just hope that he does not run back out onto the floor like he did a few weeks ago. In their last five, Tennessee has won four out of those five. The only loss coming to Texas A&M. Texas A&M has lost their last three. Their last win came against Tennessee on February the 10th. Before that, they beat Missouri pretty handily. But in their last three games, They've lost to a mediocre Arkansas team, lost to Alabama by 25, lost to Vandy by one, immediately following the win over Tennessee. When you look at this game, Tennessee is averaging 80 points per game. A&M is averaging 74.1. Tennessee is better in the field goal percentage margin by about 6%. A&M has the advantage in rebounds. They're a good rebounding team. Tennessee obviously has the lead in the assist margin. Because that, that's the one game I feel like in which we didn't dish the ball around as well. Like, we weren't tallying up assists like we were in previous games. That's something I expect to see change tomorrow. I expect Tennessee to get the win. I don't have a line out on this game yet. If I were to put one on it right now, um, I would say probably Tennessee 9.5. 9.5 feels like a good number. At least to me it does. So, I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see what all happens with that couple of other games going on throughout the conference this weekend. don't think we have any baseball tonight. Yeah, we do. We do. We have an Albany three-game series. Albany. Yeah. The fighting. I don't know. Albany's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee has a three-game series against Albany for some I mean, reason. I think the rain's supposed to end, so I don't think that'll be an issue. Uh, it depends on the rain. Well, yeah. but uh, Yeah. It's not rained real hard, but they can play through this. Yeah, it's just kind of crummy outside. Yeah, it is. It's like not fun. It was warm enough for me to put on shorts and a short sleeve T-shirt when I walked out the door this morning. I think it's getting Be- cooler. Excuse me. Before I walked out the door, yeah. I put that on. I didn't walk out yeah, no. naked <laughs> in the street. Is that how you decide what you're going to wear for the day? You just hmm, walk outside. Naked and then come back in. Just it's shorts. <laughs> butt naked. Just go outside real quick and then walk right back okay, in Grant, put on some clothes. Grant Williams. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. <laughs> Other games of interest tomorrow, Auburn will take on Georgia in Athens at 6 o'clock on the SEC Network, and Kentucky and Alabama will play at 4 o'clock on CBS. That is one that a lot of Vols fans are going to be tuned into. We really want an Alabama loss. We need an Alabama loss. Yes, we need an Alabama loss. We do play them again, but we we, do. So 
would have well, yeah. If you play them again and beat them again, you'd have tiebreaker, yeah, obviously, because you'd, you'd be two and, and you split the game, so you'd be co-SEC yeah. champions, kind of like we were with Auburn in 2018. Yeah. Uh, South Carolina travels to Ole Miss, and Ole Miss. I mean, can we talk about this team for a minute? They started out the season. I want to say they started out 13 and 0. Is that correct? Something like that. Yeah, definitely double digits. Yeah. 11 and 12. Yeah, something. Well, and out of their last 15 games, the last 15, they're like. Six and nine. Six and seven in SEC play. Yeah. Start out 13-0. They're currently sitting at 19-7. and seven. That was a team, you know, Chris Beard. We all know what happened to Texas. Those charges got dropped. But he has not been able to replicate that at Ole Miss. And, you know, Kermit Davis got off to a hot start at one point in Ole Miss, too. If you guys can remember. I think they started out a season like 11-0 or 12-0. and And Kermit Davis was down there doing a fantastic job. And Kermit's a good coach. I think everybody in here and everybody listening will agree that Kermit Davis is a good coach. I just don't think you can win at Ole Miss. The resources are not there. They're going to get behind football and baseball more than they are basketball. Basketball is tertiary to them. It's the same way with Georgia. Football's king. They'd probably rather have the baseball team do better than the basketball team, and the basketball team is tertiary to them. Whereas Tennessee, it's football is king, basketball is secondary, and then tertiary would be the baseball. But right now, you've got all three teams that are making really excellent moves throughout their respective sport. Brett, how are you this morning, sir? Doing good, man. Uh, excited for the weekend. Uh, not a whole, whole lot going on, so I should be able to watch a lot of the basketball. Uh, normally, our weekends are kind of busy, so it'll be nice to just sit down and watch some uh, college basketball, uh, a little baseball, I guess, with the Vols. Um, you know, uh, it was nice having the NBA back last night, so it was good to Kind of catching some on that on on a couple of those TNT games were pretty good, uh, but overall doing uh, doing well. Uh, you know, uh, you know. I guess of all the game, the South Carolina and Ole Miss game that you mentioned is kind of intriguing because South Carolina's on a bit of a skid. Um, they got to go to Oxford. I don't think they had a midweek game, so you know maybe a week off. Maybe they'll come out a little rusty and be nice to see them take another L. But yeah, no, doing good and uh, ready for the weekend. It is the Great Danes of Albany in which we are playing. Great Danes. Shout out to Tucker Harlan mm. for that for that little nugget. Jack, how we doing, man? Uh, yeah, pretty solid. Um, loved seeing the NBA return. We have some fire NBA this weekend, especially Sunday. We got like Hey, how about my picks NBA last games. night? Going four and one. Come on now. Uh, that's how we do around here. Give me some. Brad, how'd you do on your bets last night? I'm uh, two and three. Two and three. Yeah, I got. Par for the course. Well, you know, Arizona went down last night. So, yep, I mean, yep. I, you know, Washington State was getting 11 and a half in that game or something, 12. So, that was an easy one. That was, and they had beat them earlier in the year. Um, so, it was nice seeing Arizona take a step back. So, um, so does that make us a one seed officially? I think I, John Reed may have said it that I mean, Lenardi came out. To, Lenardi right? came out and said that no matter what the result was, I think, you know, they'd still hold at that one. Um, wow. You know, he said there was a bit of a gap. So, it, like he said, I think the gap at least is closed. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, maybe he will have us jump. But, I mean, it was a top 25 team they lost to. It wasn't just like, yeah, it's true. you know, like, you know, dropping to some scrub. So, but I would be nice if we jumped to a one. <laughs> I think it would be very nice. You know, that's something that we've never got to experience. We thought we might have – there's been a few times where it felt like we could have been a one seed and – yeah, well, I, I'll never forget how exciting it was in Bruce's first year to get the number two seed. Mm -hmm. 
Greg it's, and Brian Gubble were not happy about that, by the way. Speaking of Bruce, I saw that it was, what, 16 years ago today, we beat Memphis one versus two matchup mm-hmm. down in Memphis. Down at FedEx Forum. Jumped to the number one team in the country. Number one versus number two. I mean, that game was wild. Derrick Rose, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, Jack, you probably don't remember this, but no. it really had the feel. Brett, I know you remember it. Yeah, absolutely. Just as well as I do. I mean, it had a Final Four, like, championship game matchup feel to it. That's awesome. Physical, yeah, all of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Calipari was coaching. Yeah. Like, it was – I think it was the most watched Did college Memphis basketball lose in the game. national championship that year? Yeah, they lost to Kansas. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. My he, hero. He, he hit the shot to send it to overtime, didn't he? <laughs> yes. Or did he hit the winner? He hit the he hit the shot to send it to overtime. Because Derrick Rose, like, went to the line and bricked a couple or something. I can't remember. But well, it was – but, yeah, that Memphis team was loaded, man. They well, were good. And the uh, one of our listeners in Memphis, uh, Brian Hunsucker, he had even tweeted out the other day about being in a bar watching that game. And when Mario Chalmers hit that three to tie it, he said it just sucked all the energy out of that bar. And some fans even started leaving. The game wasn't over. It was just going to overtime. And they started leaving the bar. That's how defeated they were. What's another game that's similar to that that kind of had that same feel to it? Because it really seemed like the semifinals matchup in 2019 in the SEC tournament against Kentucky kind of had that vibe to it. Yep. Just back and forth. I mean, that was about as your prime definition of tournament ball if you've ever seen it. I remember that Tennessee. Yeah, we had Gonzaga nothing left game. for the final after we played that one, right? Oh man, that was in your tag by twenty. You got beat by, by twenty. Yeah, buddy, I about cried during that one. Well, that'd been back because that was that was Grant Admirals last year. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we didn't win it that year. Yeah, yeah. No, that game did have a crazy feel to it. I mean, it was just because we were down by eight with like what three minutes left, two and a half minutes. I was saying like two and a half minutes left. We were down by eight, and it's like here we go again. And then all of a sudden, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield. Lamonte, Lamonte Turner. Yeah. I mean, is there ever been a guy like Lamonte where it's like, no, don't shoot that. No, 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 no. Oh, great shot. Has there ever been a guy like that more than Lamonte? He'd get so hot sometimes. You'd want him to shoot, but, yeah, he'd, he'd have some cold streaks. I mean, he was the definition of either really, really hot or really, really cold. That I think that three at the end was like the first three he had hit against Kentucky all season. He was like oh of twelve before it. It was it was like the first one that he hit against Kentucky since he hit the one that sealed the deal the year yeah, before. Yeah, mm. I miss him. The only thing that I wish would have happened in that game that didn't happen was you remember Admiral Schofield when we beat him up here in twenty eighteen. I want to say, and he just yams it at the end. Oh yeah, and then Levante hits down. the go ahead shot when we go up there mm-hmm. and then there's a couple seconds left and you just get the ball up to Admiral and he does the same two hand, two handed jam. Yams it. Then we get beat by him at in Lexington the year after. Of course we lost to him in the SEC tournament championship that year. But the next year, you're up in Lexington, you lose, and then you come back home. Unfortunately the time had expired but Admiral done it again. Yeah. yeah. That is the only thing that I wish would have happened in that game that did not happen. Or any other games this weekend that just stand out to you? I know we got a top five, or excuse me, a top ten matchup. I think uh, it's not necessarily a top ten. They're ranked number eleven, but Very number close. two, number two, Houston travels to number eleven, Baylor, this weekend. Uh, how are we feeling about Houston, guys? I mean, 
I feel like I've always thought of them as frauds over the years, um, and I thought you think a lot of it has to do with the fact they play in or they played in that week conference. That was definitely a part of it, and so I I expected them to struggle more than usual in the Big Twelve, and they have done almost the opposite of it. They're probably the best team in the Big Twelve. Only three losses on the year. Because um, you know they were undefeated going into conference play, and I'm like, okay, well, once you start playing some of the big boys, we're gonna we're gonna see what you're made of. Right, and I mean they've done well. They have, and you know. At Baylor, losing that game probably won't lose them the one seed, so that's probably pretty secure for them, uh, looking at it from that standpoint. But rest of their season, they got Kansas at home their last game. Um, they could definitely win that. They could their schedule's the been table. pretty cake for the most part, if you look through it. That's so weird. Cause there's, like, nobody. There's, like, no ranked teams. I mean, solid to – I mean, the only – I mean, would you – I mean, Utah is a decent win. When I hear Big 12, I just think – Oh, best conference. I so. think Kansas, I think Texas, I think Texas Tech. Like the Bob Knight years. Yep. Yeah. Baylor's solid. Iowa State's really good. They got some teams. I mean, the only team that you can look at. But like on, their non-conference is just they now, didn't play anybody. The only one that might have a little bit of merit is the win against Dayton. I mean, even they're kind of falling off the rails a little bit. Right. I forgot about that. I mean, they don't scare you because they don't do a whole lot offensively, but they just are so good defensively. Like, it doesn't matter what they do offensively. I mean, usually if they get to 70, they're winning. Golly, Joe Lenardi's ugly. <laughs> That's wild. We need a break after that. Stay <laughs> with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on right here on Fan Run Radio. Rev up your savings at Volley. Back here on the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Your new home for the Atlanta Braves. How about that? How about that? Pretty excited. How about that? Feels good. I'm about to trade in my uh, my Chicago stuff now. <laughs> you don't have to. Do I do, I do that? I mean, Braves are a great organization. Because I'm feeling it. I feel what my arm is doing. I need that music. I can feel it. I can sense it. Feels good. It feels powerful. It does. Feels really good. I'm feeling it, Brett. I'm feeling it. Can you sense it? They're the favorites this year again, like they are almost every year, it feels wow. like. I do have my Deion Sanders jersey They're on the favorites, deck. even with, like, the Shohei Dodgers? Yeah. That's Braves wild. are loaded one to nine and got some good pitching this year. Hope, they just need to get they need to get together in the postseason. They need to quit the Phillies' owners right now. Everybody does, yeah. Do I renounce my Cubs fandom since they destroyed everything that Theo Epstein built? Leave behind a talented prospect in Nico Horner? Everything? Don't even – I don't know. You can't be mad at Theo. He brought you a championship. I'm not mad at Theo. Oh, I thought you said I'm you were. I'm mad at the guy after him. Oh, wow. That guy is – he might be one of the best GMs in baseball. I mean, you got to think. 
He ended the drought for the Cubs. He ended the drought for the Red Sox and brought the Red Sox multiple championships during his time there. That 2004 series, I mean, that it almost made you want to be a Boston fan. Almost. Almost. <laughs> but there was a lot of talk the other day, and still, go, still going on, about a team potentially moving to Nashville. Yep. There are a lot of Braves fans in this area. There are also a lot of Reds fans in this area because you're equal distance to both teams. So, like, where I'm from, about 35 miles north up mm-hmm. on the Kentucky border, mm-hmm. there are a lot of Reds fans because it's a shorter drive to Cincinnati than what it is to Atlanta. Yeah, no. There's also a lot of Red Sox fans because they caught a lot of that wave in the mid-2000s when they had, you know, Manny Ramirez, David Ortiz, Coco Crisp, guys like that. Right. Kurt Schilling. Like, they got a lot of fans because of that. Of course, you're going to have your stereotypical Yankees fans like Bear, who can't name anybody besides Aaron Judge. But there's also, you got to take into account West Tennessee as well. Who do they cheer for? A lot of them cheer for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. So you're basically trying to take away from one, two, three, four fan bases? Yeah. And try to get them to buy into a newly built team in Nashville. Now, would they move the Oakland A's? Would they bring in another franchise? Like, I don't know what their plan I is. I thought for. Oakland was moving to, or A's were moving to. They're moving to Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if you, like the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. What's the other city they're trying to decide? It's Nashville and somebody else. It's somewhere else. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But, you know, there's been talk of potentially moving the Tampa Bay Rays. And the thing is, there's no excuse for Tampa not to have fans there. I mean, they were one of the best teams in baseball. And they could not get local people to come to their home games. No, now, they struggle it, for some reason. It does not help that their stadium's not that great. But it's indoors, which you think would attract more, considering how hot it gets in Tampa. Right. Well, I mean, and they've had, they got a good hockey team. They got a good – they just won a championship in football. Yeah. Like, and the fans show out for them. They just don't show out for baseball. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, maybe I maybe, mean maybe Florida's just not a baseball state because Miami has the same problem with their baseball team. Like they can get people to show out for Dolphins games. Yeah, when do they? I don't feel like they do a lot more than what they that, do. For and baseball. the Heat and the Heat fans show up when it's second half. Dude, at Marlins <laughs> Park or Lone Depot Stadium, whatever it is. Now, the only time that that place I mean, is they ever tried so- to bring in Jeter or whatever to get it going a little bit. Well, they try, but the only time they've ever sold out that stadium is when they first opened. Yeah, like their opening game in 2012 was the only time in which that stadium was sold out. Yeah. And they can't get anything going. Nobody shows up. Maybe Florida's just not a baseball state. Do they show out for hockey? Who? Tampa and Oh, I mean, Tampa, I mean, like I said, Tampa's won Stanley Cups. They've won two, I think. Florida or, Panthers, or, yeah. They had Florida a Panthers, run. they had a run. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, think I typically only watch them when it's like playoff time and it's always I mean but playoffs are different like I mean, everybody or, comes out for those everybody shows up for the heat late they still show up yeah people still show up for the magic do they yeah I don't know I Jacksonville shows out yeah I don't know they travel well too yeah I figured that out firsthand mm-hmm. but the question of the day if there was to be a baseball team, a Major League Baseball team moved to Nashville, 
would it be beneficial for them to try to break apart all these fan bases and say, hey, we know you cheered for that team. We know you cheered for maybe one of the other teams. We want you to cheer for Nashville. Now, would they do it like hockey did? Like hockey got like Vegas, and they did like an expansion, like a like an expansion draft where they pulled like players had to delegate like players to go into this like draft type thing or to make a team. Well, like, would they do that similar to Nashville, or well, does Nashville is, start out as like a minor league team, build up, and then I mean, yeah, once got, they get a park and things like that. Well, the thing is, they've already got the Nashville Sounds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but what affiliate are they? Uh, Milwaukee. They yeah, they can't just – I mean, can they just do that? Like, they can just get another AAA team. I mean, that's like the Jackson Generals down in West Tennessee that yeah. no longer exist. Are the Smokies still the, the Cubs? They're the AA affiliate, and then you have the Iowa Cubs mm-hmm. as the AAA. I mean, me personally, just being a Braves I mean, be, being, Bra- being a Braves fan yeah. all my life, I mean, it's like – it's no question. I'm not, I'm not jumping ship. There's no way. Right. Maybe the Braves were awful. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I'm ready to get a new leash on life. Like, well, I'll go join them. But, let me ask like, you this. no way in the heck am I leaving the Braves. Well, let me ask you this. When the Mississippi Braves come up to Smokies Park, or the new Smokies Park that's going to be downtown, like literally right down the road yeah. from us here. I ain't that serious where I follow the minor leagues. But, I might follow a guy that's been on the, the majors team, and he might get a rehab start. Yeah. See how he's hitting, see how he's pitching. But other than that, I don't really follow, like – the Braves are so young, like, all their top talent is already at the major league level. Yeah. Like, there's nobody that's going to come from Mississippi that's going to find his way on this team right now. But if they're playing the Smokies, are you more inclined to cheer for the Mississippi Braves or the Tennessee Smokies if you go to a game? Uh, honestly, neither. Maybe the Smokies over the Mississippi Braves. Smokies do have a cool logo. Hey, they're champs, right? They won Southern yeah. League, I think. Yeah, Titans, Bill called in. Did you know that the Tennessee Smokies won their championship? I think Nate said something along the lines of, Yeah, we were talking about something completely opposite. Well, that's a Titans Bill call. Yeah. Well, that's what he did this morning. He called the morning morning show. Good morning. He started talking about uh, how Street should go from ESPN to the Big Ten Network. And then he said he likes SC. He likes a Big Ten Network product better than he likes the SEC Network product. Why? I mean, he just likes the shows better. He says it's well run. I think, you know, some people have a problem that Feinbaum's just on there for three, four hours all day long when they have, like, shows they do, like, you know, things like that on the Big Ten Network. You got like, a point. They, you know, people don't. This point. I mean, people get tired of all these Alabama people calling Feinbaum. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason why I don't listen. But, yeah. Now, I just keep thinking back to this Nashville team. Yeah. And are you going to be a fan? No. You're not? No. Okay. I'm either going to go Cubs or Braves. What is their name going to be? Nashville, what? Have they even thought of it? Well, they can't be the Sounds because that's already taken. And, I mean, let's call it like this. That's actually a really good name. Nashville Sounds? Yeah. That's that's a really good name. Yeah. With, you know, all all the music and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Fits better than Memphis Grizzlies. When's the last time you saw a Grizzly? Well, that's because they came from Vancouver. They came right? from Vancouver, but I mean, still, I mean, they could have done like. Yeah, I what? mean, the A's are going to stay in Vegas, right? Like it'll just be the Vegas A's or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's not like it's just a team coming down to Nashville. I mean, it's going to have to be a whole new thing. I mean, well, it's kind of it? like when the Minneapolis Lakers moved to Los Angeles and still remain the Lakers. The reason they were called the Lakers is because there's so many lakes up there. There's no lake 
in Los Angeles. There's and an so, ocean. Because it used to be the Baltimore Colts, right? Yes. And so did, did they? The and then they went to be the Baltimore went to be the Ravens. Or so I, I there was I, the Baltimore Colts. They moved to Indianapolis, and then the Cincinnati or not the Cincinnati Bengals, but the uh, Cleveland Browns moved to be the Baltimore Ravens, oh. and then the. Cleveland Browns got added back as an expansion team. I got you. So the original Cleveland Browns are actually the Baltimore Ravens. Hmm. That's like the original Charlotte Hornets are now the New Orleans I bet they make that trade back. (laughs) No joke. I mean, goodness. And that's like you heard. Milwaukee probably wish they had the Braves still. (laughs) Yeah. Minneapolis Minneapolis probably Probably wish they they had the Lakers. Lakers. (laughs) (laughs) And there was another team that they were before. They were the Minneapolis Lakers. I mean, the thing is, have you ever seen Oh, and it was Boston Braves, too, right? Am I wrong? Wasn't there something called Boston something? You might be right on that. Maybe didn't, Hank, didn't Henry Aaron play for – or maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He might have. Isn't there a Buffalo Braves? That might have been – There was a Buffalo team. Braves. Yes. There was a Buffalo Braves. Maybe this is what we should do during the summer. We should just take a week and just dive into the history <laughs> of some of these old school teams. Something that we should do as an organization, because we don't hire people off of Craigslist. We hire them from McDonald's. Yeah, there was the Boston Braves. They played from 1871 to 1952, and then they moved to Milwaukee. Mark the tape, Brett. The second week of July, what we're going to do is we're going to break down all the teams and their history in the ABA. Red, white, and blue basketball. Wow. Spirits of St. Louis, the Memphis Tams, the Kentucky Colonels. Flint Tropics. <laughs> even the fantasy teams. <laughs> I have that jersey in my car still, by the way. Not a lot gets moved out of my car, Jack, if you can't tell. <laughs> That'll be a dead period uh, time of the year for sure. No, oh, it's. Talking about the ABA. You have no. Brett, explain to him what it's like doing summer radio here at Fan Run. It's, it's a struggle. That's to say the least. I mean, you get your baseball talk, though. I mean, baseball, you expect we'd be talking about Tony V and the boys in July, right? Is the season still going in July? Yeah. I mean, we have more fun than what we do anything. Right. Yeah. I'll bring some tennis talk to it. We'll get into that a little bit. Nah, if you really want to lose listeners, that's how you do it. Yeah. I love tennis, but there ain't no way I could sit here and talk about it for two hours. I'd get, ugh. Fair enough. Goodness. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Goodness. But Nashville, Jack, would you support the team? Yeah, I uh, don't really have a MLB team, um, so I'd probably cheer for them. I'm trying to think of a name, though, that, like, yeah, Sounds is such a good name. It's a shame. They the baseball team. Oh, <laughs> Jeez. I mean, here, make the motion. Brett, play the music. Just think about it. Think about how good that feels. Think about how good that feels. It's the extension of the elbow, bringing it back in. Extended again. Does, that, does this ever make you think of the team in Florida, though? No. Okay, good. I also think of the Chiefs, which makes me That's not right. want to do it either. Championships. <laughs> My family's not of the Seminole tribe. My family's of the Cherokee tribe. Feels so good. Feels amazing. So Brett is out on Nashville. I am out on Nashville. Jack? I'll still support him. I'm in. I would not. If they were an AL team, I might. If they're a National League team, I, I can't do it. I think uh, Jordan might have shared it, but uh, something about uh, he he sent it if Nashville were to join and how they would 
reconfigure the divisions. They'd be in the same division as the Braves. It was like the Braves, the Marlins, and the Cardinals. Yeah. Me personally, I I like the rivalry they have with the Phillies. I'd hate to see us lose that. You know, it's more so in the playoffs because we've, mm-hmm. we've been winning the divisions left and right. I mean, we're going for seven straight this year. Right. So, I mean, and however many it is in a row or like, you know, in the last however many years, you know, granted they've only got two championships with all those division titles, you know, since 95, yeah. you know, so it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I don't know. It'd be cool. I, it know. would be. I mean, that that's the thing. It would be cool. I mean, Nashville got the MLS team. I think that was pretty awesome, you know. Yeah. You know, getting to see them, travel down there and watch them play and, you know, and there's so many teams around now. Like Charlotte yeah. has a soccer team in Atlanta and Nashville. But, but I'll be honest, I I forget that Nashville has a soccer team. Really? I, I forget that they have a soccer team. A lot of people do. I mean, if you don't follow the game, right? I mean, you know, so which I mean, I mean, and soccer, it's a global sport. It's and like, Nashville it's like loves that soccer team. They sell out. You can't get a ticket. That's that, just bizarre to me. Geodes Park, it's rocking. Yeah, I mean, it's they. They did really well last season, you know, and you know they had the 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 best player in the league on their team. I mean, so I think it's one of those. I mean, he's not really because Messi's in the league, but he right. won Player of the Year last year because yeah. Messi didn't come in until late. But well, part of the thing too, man, is it's like you're going to get Nashville to support it. Like the city of Nashville will probably support it. That like that's that's yeah. not that's not a question. No, they love the Pred. They love all their teams. It's trying to get everybody around them to support is the problem. Well, like, in, in if they're in Nashville, people travel to Nashville to go on Broadway to, you know, you know like I things like that. I hate Nashville. I mean, people do. People hate Nashville, too, yeah. I mean, a lot of people hope because all the bachelorette parties and things that are going on down on Broad Street all the time or Broadway, you know. So. It's the Gatlinburg of Middle Tennessee. <laughs> it's the Myrtle Beach of East Tennessee. But you like Gatlinburg, right? No. Oh, okay. In in terms of like tourism, would you all say Nashville's like a top ten city in I would say so the United States. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is like and even when I was there, it still had some of that authentic feel to it. Like you could tell it's like, okay, I, I know what this city means. But now it's just I mean, you look at the skyline. You can't even make it work for a couple nights? No. Like catch a Preds game. Maybe. I've been in Na- I've been maybe. to Nashville twice in the past year. Mm-hmm. One of them was for a football game. The other one was with Adam Hickman. I haven't been down there in a while. I mean, I think the last time I might have been there was when we played uh, – uh, whenever Barnett broke the sack record. And who did we play in that bowl game? Was it Nebraska? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. when he broke the sack record. I think that might have been the last time I really went down there. How does the Nashville country sound as a baseball team? The Nashville country. Yeah. I have no problem finding a singer for the national anthem yeah, over right. there, <laughs> you know. No, I mean, I think you could get – I mean, I think it would be good. I mean, you could get – I could see them getting some – you know, a big old park, get some of these country stars to, you know, go in, fund the park, you know. You know, just the name would be hard to come up with. I mean, so, I mean, it'd be cool. I, I don't know. That's I just, just don't know how they can do it, plus they're funding the new uh, football stadium too, right? I mean, oh, there'd, yeah. there'd be True. so much going on. Where are they going to put the baseball stadium? They just stadium? did the soccer stadium. Just did the soccer like, stadium, so. yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know where you put it, the baseball field. I mean, and obviously we they have room for it because they're one of the two teams in the uh, running for just it. Just put it in Franklin or Brentwood. True. Yeah, we would... I'd actually probably go to it then because then I wouldn't have well, to deal with Nashville. And traffic. they be- built Atlanta Stadium outside the city. You know, you know they built it well before you get down to the city. Well, that's just like all these racetracks. Like the only one that's actually in the city that 
has the name attached to it is Daytona. Yeah. Like, Bristol is actually not even in Bristol. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Atlanta Motor Speedway is not in Atlanta. Phoenix is not actually well, in Bristol's Phoenix. Well, Bristol's not, like, a big city, though. No. I mean, I went to school there. It's not – it's <laughs> it's where it properly should be. <laughs> Just where in was a the wide of Bristol, then? It's like it, – what's it called? Like, it's not Blaine, Tennessee. No, it's in it was it was in Bristol. That's Bristol where it was. This is, I think like there's another name for like that area though. I mean there is, but it's like you go up through Kingsport and Johnson City and you know, and then you get to Bristol. And then you're in Virginia once you're past Bristol. It's like Bristol, Tennessee and Bristol, Virginia. I mean, you're so close to the Bristol, Virginia, you know, it's crazy. I mean, part of my school that I went to up there was some of the schools in Virginia and some of the schools in Tennessee. And we'd always go grocery shopping in Virginia because lesser taxes. Lesser taxes. Yeah. And as a college kid, that was awesome. Movies yeah. were cheaper. Chili's was cheaper. Wow. You know, like you go, you drive an extra mile or two, and you get everything cheaper. That's the only thing insane. that sucks is now the casinos there. But I would have been bad as a college kid. Oh, you'd have been broke. <laughs> or maybe you'd not. Been broke. You'd have been broker than broke. <laughs> you'd have been brokest. Broke Brett. Yeah. <laughs> broke Brett. Golly. Mom, Dad, went to the grocery. <laughs> Yeah, going to the grocery. It's called, <laughs> I don't even know what it's called up there. It's called the HR Casino. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No free milk. You're about to get some chips yeah. from the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to get some chips, Mom. Love those chips. Love those chips. Stay with us. Final segment, hour number one, coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized... Final segment of hour number one. It's the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Guys, we're running a special down at SM Athletics. Everything in the store that has a school logo on it, two for $5. Two shirts, two hats, $5. Two shirts, $5. Two hats, $5. Everything is two for five in store. Getting stuff moved out to bring in some new stuff here in a couple of weeks. Check it out. 10625 Checkerboard Lane right off of Lovell Road. To the phones we go. 865-546-8200. Your number if you want to hop on with us. Joshy boy is up. What do you say, Joshy? What up, guys? Hey. Hey. So, uh, what's the deal? Did you guys kick Marcus out? No, Marcus is uh under the weather right now. Under the weather. Uh, mm-hmm. so, under the uh, weather while under the weather. Is that... It's that time, man. Everybody, somebody's got something. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden we have a new spike in COVID cases. It is election year, so. Jake, I got an idea for you guys. So, uh, What's your idea, Joshy? Let me hear it. Let's make intern Jack, let's give him Marcus's jump from now on, and let's kick Marcus out. No, mm. we can't do that, We Joshy. could just make Marcus the intern, I, I'm pretty sure. I needed, he, yeah. needed a, he really needed a break from all his – Ridiculous arguments towards me. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I think he's just working on the thirty for thirty. Yeah, I, th- I think about. that's yeah, that's true. That's a good point. He's gonna bring in that presentation. Yeah. I can see it now. He's gonna be wearing a beanie, his glasses, a green t shirt, basketball shorts, and new balance with no socks, and he's gonna what? open up his computer and say, Here it is. And it's literally just gonna be stick figure cartoons. 
showing popsicle sticks. It'll be like Shark Tank. Yeah. We'll have to like choose whether or not to invest. Or he got his hair cut and he just doesn't want to come in. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> so, uh, Jake, I don't know if you guys saw. Did you guys see number uh, three Arizona go down last night? Yeah. yeah. Saw the score, but that thing didn't start till eleven. Yeah, eleven o'clock. So, uh, would you guys say that puts us in uh, the number one seed in place of Arizona now in bracketology? I mean, common sense would tell you yes, Joshy. Common sense would say yes, Tennessee should be a one seed as of now. Now, something else you have to take into account, Josh, is we got the hardest part of our schedule coming up here at the end of the season with five games left. I'm on the ESPN app now, and – uh, 42 minutes ago, Joe Lenardi put out a bracketology, and we were still a two seed. So, like I said, Joe Lenardi is an idiot. CBS. I don't know why I have to keep saying this. Joe Lenardi might be the dumbest human being on the face of this earth. CBS actually went. So. CBS put jump North Carolina ahead of Arizona. What? Yes. I guess they did. Wow. Okay. I mean, they all fall right in together. ESPN, CNN, the Communist News Network, ABC, <laughs> all about commies. Yeah. CBS, so, uh, I can't say that because everyone can pretty much put it together at that point. Yeah. So, what do you think about this uh, game tomorrow against Texas A&M, guys? Got to win it. Uh, you have to win, number one. Number two, you will win. And number three, you better cover the spread. What do you think uh, the spread will be in that game, Jake? Probably close to around 10 or 11. I was thinking nine and a half, ten and a half is what it should be. Think they'll win by double digits. Yes, it's it's going to be a revenge game, Joshy. And I mean, there was some stuff that happened in that game down there a few weeks ago, between you know some stuff that didn't get called. For one, I mean, Pat Adams was on the call, and then you had the player hanging on the rim for about five seconds, didn't get a tech. Buzz Williams runs out to the logo, doesn't get a tech. So I mean, this is going to be a game in which uh, in which Tennessee's going to give it all they got. I mean. Well, the thing with that, Jake, is tomorrow can Tennessee win the can Tennessee win the boards and control the offensive and defensive rebounding? I mean, which they didn't. Ada's going to have to handle Garcia. Anderson Garcia yeah. is going to get some rebounds. He, had, I think, right. if I'm not mistaken, 17 against us the last yeah. time we played. That cannot happen again. You cannot let Wade Taylor go five of five to start the game from three. You're going to have to have your best defenders on him. Dalton Connect. As great as he is on offense, Jamai Meshack probably needs to be guarding Wade Taylor start the game. I did a deep dive into Tennessee's record when they rebound better than the other team or when they get out-rebounded. When we rebound better, we're 17-0, and undefeated. But if it's tied rebounding or we have less rebounds than the other team, we're 3-6. and six. So like you said, Joshy, it is very important. And if all we have to do is literally out-rebound them and we will win the game. So... Let's just do that. Jake, uh, I was talking to somebody like an hour ago, and they told me to watch back, like, DVR it if I can, if I have it. But the first few minutes of that Tennessee-Missouri game, uh, Dalton Connect was uh, taking a shot. I don't know if it was a three or two, but Ganey, the assistant Ganey, he got up and jumped up. Then he uh, put his – Son, and has that ever happened like in a college basketball game where assistant like puts a player in, or is that mostly the head coach? It depends on which coaching system you're using now. I mean, I would think right. it's more rare than it is common, sure. but 
I mean, yeah. different maybe that's one of his responsibilities. It could be. I mean, right. you, you got to have somebody else manage the minutes because Rick Barnes, he's got to watch what's going on on the floor. Yeah. You, gotta yeah. Have, you probably do have a designated guy. That's, no, he, he could have seen him pulling him in and Barnes would be like, hey, what are you doing? Get back. You know, yeah. you know so I don't know. Maybe, sure. there's, maybe there's a rotation, a time, place. I don't know for it, but. Yeah. Guys, uh, out the door, let's get a big win tomorrow over Texas A&M. See ya. Appreciate the phone call, Joshy. Didn't really talk much betting with Joshy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's usually, usually all he wants to talk about. I'm all about it. Maybe he's been struggling. Doesn't want to talk about it. I mean, we, I, I was struggling this week, man. Had my first 0-5 day ever. Yeah, but you got day. the NBA back last night, and you got back on track. I got got back on track with a 4-1. and Tobias Harris, you bum. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not known as his bucket getter, I guess, every night. You know, He's not known as a bucket getter, period, in my mind, after last night. That was awful. He he, stayed he was at minus consistent. 130 to get to 20-plus last night. I just can't believe they picked him over Jimmy Butler, man. That's the craziest thing about it. His Tobias contract. Harris over me? Yeah. Tobias Harris over me? Who we got, Brett? All rose petals. Oh, boy. Polish Joe is next. What say, Polly? Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Friday. Hey. How we doing? Good. I I know why I know why the views ratings is at an all time high. Why is that? Because on that morning show today, I heard I heard grown human beings saying Horace Grant was a better basketball player than Dennis Rodman, Jake. The morning show was saying that? Yeah. I mean, Horace mm. Grant was a good player. Yeah, he played a, played a role. But I, I wouldn't say it was. Rodman? Uh, no. I guess offensively, technically. Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Offensively, Horace Grant was probably a better player. But wasn't Rodman pretty good in his early days in Detroit? More of a Rodman, Rodman could card any. He was. He's probably the top in the top three of all-time defensive players of all time. One of the best rebounders too. Yeah, you got. He won to eleven him. straight rebounding titles, and he was like six foot six. I mean, there's a case to be made. There is a case to be made. I mean, I didn't get to and, listen to it. And and he could score. He chose not to. Can you know why Horace Grant? Yeah, he. You know how many open jumpers? That's all he. he you know why? Because he was with MJ. He had open shots constantly. Huh. From nineteen ninety, from Dennis Rodman, he he was a game changer, man. Yeah, from nineteen ninety to two thousand, Rodman averaged over twelve rebounds a game, including nineteen for three straight seasons. Jeez. And I and I got a question for you, big boy. Okay. Which you, one's big you boy? Lebr- you 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 LeBron. Bath water drinker. <laughs> He's been off. He plays in the All Star game. He gets four days off, and he sits out Thursday. Yeah, they play tonight. The game put out, back to back. That out Thursday. He's obligated to play in the All Star game. You can't just sit out the All Star game. No, you're obligated to play for the team that's paying you. <laughs> Not an exhibition game. 
I will say I was a little disappointed LeBron didn't play against the Warriors. I mean, do you do you you know MJ when he was at the Wizards, his the last game, the last year he played, he didn't miss one regular season game. Probably should have. He was pretty. And they terrible. were on a terrible team. Well, Jordan said, "Great, he's supposed to up get his teammates better, there, isn't he?" There was no load management back then. He, he, he should have. He always. No, he did said, it for two straight years. You're right. He load managed all those two years when he's playing baseball. Wow. Are you kidding? But uh, he always <laughs> said he will always play no matter what because there's always someone in the stands that will be the only time they get to see me. LeBron's been around LeBron. for how many years? I guarantee you everybody's seen him play by now. No. For, for anyone to compare. LeBron James to Jordan is is completely. You're insane. dang right about that, Poli. He would have can't believe they're comparing Jordan. You can't compare them. You can. Oh, you can't compare them. No, well, no. Here's the thing. I know people that were from Memphis that wanted to go watch LeBron when he was coming to town to play the Grizzlies, and LeBron sat out after all those people had paid all that damn money to go watch LeBron James. And a lot of for people LeBron, in Memphis do for, not like LeBron, for LeBron James for that go, simple fact. For, for LeBron to go to Miami to finally win a championship is like when Jordan couldn't beat the Pistons going to the New York Knicks to play with Patrick Ewing. He was win. a free agent. Who wants to stay in Cleveland? You got Cleveland, Ohio, or Miami, Florida. Where are you going to go and uh, play with your best friend? I mean, I'm going to Miami. Yeah, thank you. But I mean, the thing he's is, a free agent. But now the way he did, no, the way he Cleveland guy, the way he was a Cleveland guy, and he went back. You, Jake, you can't compare ever those two, man. Kobe yes, you can. The, you can compare Kobe to Michael Moore. LeBron James is a, a media. Kobe hound. got drafted by Charlotte, and he said, oh, "I don't want to play there." No, he didn't. He what he do? Traded. Okay. Kobe would have went anywhere. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is with LeBron, and we got to hit a break, but the thing with LeBron that bothers me the most is the fact that you had the decision. An hour-long special on ESPN, that was too that, much. That was. I agree. But that's, he was a free agent. He's going to – he, he could have gone anywhere he wanted to. And that's fine. But the way that he did it, I and the owner, have hated him And the owner, more. what was he saying about him? The owner was bad-mouthing him, Dan, whatever his name is, Dan Gilbert, whatever. Is that his name? No, I don't he, even care what his well, name is. It doesn't even matter what his name is. He's, he's even on, he's, the only reason he's on the map is because of LeBron. This is true. This is true. Stay with us. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two the G.I. Jake Show coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. been the coach who realized the